latest Herbert Smith Hills instalment on the future of the consumer, covering the enforcement trends of competition and consumer law regulators in Australia and Asia in the consumer space. My name is Sarah Benbone and I'm a partner in our competition regulation and trade team in Australia. I'm joined today by Adelaide Luke, who is the head of our Asia practice. Thanks, Sarah. So today we'll provide our views on the future of consumer-focused enforcement in APAC and highlight some of the areas that businesses involved in consumer markets need to be aware of. And starting with Australia, as many of you will know, the Australian Competition and Consumer Commission has a dual role of enforcing both the competition and consumer laws in Australia. We see the ACCC being very focused on consumer fairness across both its consumer law and competition law enforcement activities. A key development in this area, which is likely to raise the ACCC risk profile for many businesses going forward, is the impending changes to the unfair contracts regime in the Australian consumer law. These changes, which expand the scope of the existing regime, will enable the ACCC to take action against businesses for terms that are both unfair but potentially also have a substantial impact on competition in the market. Some of the key changes include that the scope of the unfair contract terms regime will be expanded to include more contracts with small and medium-sized businesses. So any businesses that have a large network of small or medium-sized suppliers or contractors will need to be aware that many of these contracts could suddenly be captured by the expanded unfair contract terms regime. Another change is that the, uh, it will now be easier for the ACCC to prove unfairness because there will be a presumption that a term which is substantially similar to a term that's already found to be unfair will also be found to be unfair unless proven otherwise. And possibly the most important change um, of all for businesses is that for the first time, breaches of the unfair contract terms regime will attract penalties under the Competition and Consumer Act. The penalties will likely mirror the existing ones under the Act, with the penalty being the greater of $10 million, three times the benefit gained by the term, or 10% of annual group turnover for the preceding 12 months. The ACCC has said that the changes to the unfair contract terms regime will be one of its enforcement priorities. And we anticipate that the changes to the regime will be introduced in 2021, and so we expect to see the ACCC starting to bring enforcement action under the amended regime very quickly. Adelaide, how do you see the enforcement of unfair contract terms and practices playing out in Asia? Thanks, Sarah. To start with, I think it's interesting that you flagged the ACCC has that dual role of dealing with consumer issues as well as competition concerns. There are a few regulators in the region that also explicitly have that dual role, most notably the Consumer and Competition Commission of Singapore. But in other cases, regulators that we view as competition regulators look at issues like fair trading because they're actually wrapped into the legislation. And so this includes the Fair Trade Commissions of Japan and Korea, the JFTC and KFTC. In both of these jurisdictions, the law deals with conduct from a slightly different angle compared to the classic competition law analysis that we're more used to. For example, in both of those jurisdictions, we see rate the regulator enforcing against what they call an abuse of superior bargaining position as an unfair trade practice. 
And this is generally where a party in a relatively stronger position in commercial negotiations engages in abusive behaviour. And that stronger position doesn't necessarily need to amount to a dominant position on the market as a whole. So one recent example of that is the KFTC fining a tech company for abusing its superior bargaining position by restricting restaurant owners from selling food at lower prices than those sold on its own food delivery app. An authority without those types of consumer or fair trading powers might have attacked that type of case through a more traditional lens of price parity or most favoured nation clauses. And authorities are on the lookout for that type of conduct, with the Hong Kong Competition Commission, for example, recently accepting commitments from various online travel agents like Booking.com and Expedia in lieu of further enforcement action against their most favoured nation clauses. I mean, looking at these recent cases, I think another obvious trend to note is that almost every regulator in the region has turned its attention to the digital sector. That's right. And on that note, it, it's no secret, in fact, is, is getting a lot of media attention that, like many other competition regulators around the world, the ACCC is very focused and conducting investigations into issues surrounding data collection, privacy, and considering whether they raise competition and consumer issues. However, in keeping with the ACCC's dual competition and consumer roles, it has also approached the data and privacy regulation issues from a consumer law-focused perspective. Notably, the ACCC has taken enforcement action under both the competition and consumer laws and driven high-profile law reform following its extensive inquiries in the digital space. We expect that the ACCC will continue to remain focused on these consumer data issues across all industries, not just digital platforms, and that it will use its competition and consumer law enforcement powers to address perceived concerns about how consumer data is both collected and used. Adelaide, what enforcement trends have you been observing in Asia on this front? Sure. In Asia, we've seen the competition regulators addressing competition issues relating to the use and potential abuse of data, rather than looking at the data protection and consent issues. Um, the JFTC and the KFTC, again, are leaders of the pack in this space, and they've both established specialist working groups within their organisations to deal with tech and the digital sector generally. The JFTC published a detailed report on addressing issues arising from data back in 2017, highlighting some issues that cross over with the ACCC's concerns. For example, that competition issues might arise from collecting personal data if it means that customers become locked in to a particular service. Or it can be an abuse of a superior bargaining position if one party demands the other party to hand over substantial amounts of data in a business-to-business -business context. More generally, though, the focus has been on how data can feed into anti-competitive behaviour. The KFTC, for example, is reported to be formulating a new regulation to deal with issues like big data, as well as AI and algorithmic collusion. In China, data issues feature in the antitrust guidelines for platform economies, which were recently published for consultation. And one of the issues tackled there is how personal data can be used to execute discriminatory pricing or personalised pricing. So for example, if a platform collects a lot of data about a single user, it might determine that they're a high net worth individual, and they, then that individual might begin to see prices that are higher on the platform than are displayed for other consumers. That's really interesting, Adelaide. 
Are there any other trends in Asia that might impact consumer-focused businesses? I mean, in terms of consumer goods, I think a general comment is that the sector remains a key enforcement focus for most regulators in Asia. And I wouldn't call it a trend because it's been that way for quite some time. On the whole, we've seen competition regulators in Asia really focusing their efforts on basic commodities because they have the most clear and direct impact on the everyday consumer. Another general comment I'd make relates to the general rise of enforcement activity in Asia. In Southeast Asia, almost all of the ASEAN countries now have competition legislation in place and are stepping up their efforts to build and enforce their competition regimes. They're empowering their regulators with additional resources, pushing forward new and more complex cases, and in some circumstances, they're actually changing legislation to modernise their regime. China completely overhauled its antitrust enforcement landscape in 2019, and we're now seeing those powers being shared between the central authority, SAMA, and over 30 different regional level counterparts, and that's greatly increased the overall capacity of the regulator to deal with smaller and more localised behaviour. Well, thank you, Adelaide. Um, this wraps up our instalment of the future of consumer, focusing on competition and consumer law enforcement. I think the key takeout for businesses operating in the consumer space across APAC is that competition and consumer law regulators are increasingly using their powers to protect consumers, and we only expect this to continue, particularly when it comes to the use and competitive impacts of consumer data uh, and some of the key law reforms that we are seeing across the region. Thank you very much.